Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Got a Podcast. This is going to be a fit special in the sense that I am going to be talking about fitness, of course. Okay, so what do I mean when I say I'm going to be talking about fitness? Well, uh, today is I'm going to be talking about running, my experiment that I've been doing for the last two months. My experiment, I mean... Uh, trying to lose weight, <laughs> which I'm sure is something we've all done before, right? Everybody has has attempted to lose weight in some form or another, and I have decided to do it the very standard way, just eating healthier foods and going for a run occasionally. Now, as with all good episodes of Everybody's Got a Podcast, there is a trivia question. Does that mean the episodes where I didn't do trivia, are they bad episodes? No, they are not. I get to make the rules, and you must listen to my rules. <laughs> Alrighty then, anyways, doesn't matter, right? So, today, uh, well, as I said, it's going to be about fitness, and I'm going to be talking about my uh, experiment with running for the last two months. Now... Uh, you'll be happy to know that I have not been running constantly for the past two months. I do occasionally sit down. Uh, <laughs> that's a stupid joke. But anyways, the trivia question, here we go. Let's get into it. Okay, so now I want to know who ran the fastest marathon of all time. Now, there are unofficial records and there are official records. There is the unofficial record, which was set in 2019, and there was one that was set, I think, slightly before it. However, lucky for us, it was the same person. And I'm talking about the men's record here, right? Because that's the first one I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> so, anyways, who has the world record marathon for men? Who is it? Think about it. Make sure you say your answer out loud. As always, that's the rule of everybody's got a podcast trivia. This isn't like your pub quiz where you write it down and you submit it to some guy who tries to make jokes. Uh, wait, no, that's kind of what you do with this, don't Anyways, say it out loud. You know the rules. Let's get into this. Alrighty then, so I've prepared a lot of notes for this. So either I'm going to uh, spend an hour talking in front of the microphone, hopefully not, or I'm going to rush through it in 15 minutes because I have poor time planning. Who knows? We'll find out, right? Well, you've probably already know because you can see the time of the episode. I can't. It hasn't been recorded yet. Anyway, so uh, the experiment that I was talking about was this experiment I did with running. Now, what happened was in the beginning of March, I had a few medical problems and I went to the doctor. And of course, the doctor diagnosed me as being fat. And I took that to heart and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do some diet and exercise, and I'm going to do it as if the doctor has diagnosed me with a disease, and the eating healthy and running is the medication that I must take. And so I kind of put that into my brain, and I really digested it, you know, uh, like all the food I had been digesting. <laughs> and anyways, um, so I, I decided to do that. I decided to take it very seriously, and I have been taking it very seriously for the past two months or so. Maybe maybe the last month has been a little bit less serious, and uh, that's a bit unfortunate. But, you know, I have been I have been working my way back into the being more serious again. You know, I, I had two or three weeks off, I think, is because the end of the school year. And, uh, like, my running never faded, but my food did become a bit worse. You know, a bit more snacks, a bit more, you know, hey, I'll just have a little bit of it, you know. Right? It, was, it, was, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. To be frank, it wasn't as good. So now I've been getting back into it. For the past week, I've been getting back into it, um, which obviously is, you know, quite, quite good, quite happy about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and just kind of do this diet and exercise stuff. And I'm, I'm going to really try at it. 
And it's been going, well, I mean, to save you, like, listening to the whole episode, it's been going well. Right? That's the thing. It's been going well. People have noticed. They said, uh, you know, a few people have said, like, oh, you know, you look thinner. You look better. Stuff like that. You look healthier. And I feel thinner and better and healthier. You know, I, I feel like I can see more muscle definition. I can feel just better. I feel there's less of me. And it's been really good so far. So let me go ahead and describe what I've been doing. Now, this isn't going to be the first episode. This will be probably, well, it depends on how long I do this podcast. But, I mean, I would like to do like um, like a tri-yearly update on this. You know, like every four months or so. Just kind of update on on where I am in terms of the uh, the running and health and stuff like that. Can I keep myself uh, keep myself held to it? You know, I'm just going to be doing this podcast for, well, for, for as long as I want to, really. Um, so let me, let me go ahead and explain what I do. Now, I don't just go out and run because I am, I'm a heavier person. I'm not massively obese. I'm, I'm, I'm overweight. And obviously when you run, that's going to be harder on your joints when you're overweight because, well, there's just more of you pushing down on your knees when you run. And, you know, your knees can only take so much. The tendons and ligaments and bones and stuff like that, they can only take so much. So, like, running as an overweight person is... I mean, it depends on how overweight you are, but it's usually not the most recommended thing in the world. I have a bicycle, but I mean, riding a bike here is kind of nice, but it, it's it's like it's impossible to do sport riding around here because like you have to like when you cross an intersection, you have to get off your bike and walk it across. And the road rules are very non-existent. <laughs> and so I don't feel safe riding a bicycle on the road. So it's kind of hard to get out and just do consistent bike riding exercise every day. However, I can do my running every day. Now, as I said before, let me explain what the running has been so far. So what I do is I started off by doing 30 seconds of running and 30 seconds of walking. I would interval that for three kilometers. I, d I didn't really go for time. I just went for distance because like if I go down the end of my road, I go down the end of the next road, the next road and bring it all the way back. That's roughly 2.8 kilometers. I do a little bit more to get it up to three kilometers. Although recently I've been kind of keeping it at 2.8 just because, um, well, I don't know. I've just, I just found it's just easier to keep consistent if I do that way. If I like, I don't know, my brain is like, once I do the whole loop and I'm not gonna do a second loop, my brain feels weird about like, hey, what are you doing? What, 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 you've passed the point, but you're not going around again. What are you doing? So I find it's easier just to keep up the two, uh, 2.8. So, which is, you know, for for um, those of you who do miles, 2.8 kilometers is going to be uh, two miles, two miles, I guess, maybe something like that. So that's what I do. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it, of course. I'm really enjoying it. Now, I said I do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. And that's what I did for a while. I did that for like the first month or so. And also, I was doing the occasional, um, I would go to Pavlos Park, with the park near me, and we would go running. Uh, me and my running partner, uh, who only comes running with me occasionally, not always, but occasionally. I, I just I, I try to keep it up myself. And we would go there and we would do we would do a lot, like eight kilometers. But it would be the kind of the same on and off, on and off, kind of like it was kind of like a walk in the park, except we were also running while we were doing it. Um, you know, kind of like a leisurely stroll, just go enjoy the park, but also do running while we're there. So we would do about eight kilometers of on and off cardio. And I found this to be, if you're overweight, I find that to be much more attainable, much more doable, because I've found that every time I go out and just do straight running, I always end up hurting my shins or I hurt my ankles, and it just, it's it's not sustainable as an overweight person to be able to uh, 
uh, just continue to run like that because you know as I said it, it hurts you it, it's it's a lot of pressure on your on your joints um, so I, re I definitely recommend not doing that if you are overweight or I would say maybe anybody who's just not really into running don't um, just don't 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 try to like dive right into it because you're just gonna hate it now I found doing the on and off really helps and I use a couple of apps to do it with so I have this one app called seconds pro which I use just specifically for timing and it all it literally all it does it it counts me down you know it says when it's time to walk when it says when it's time to run it counts three two one walk three two one run whenever it's time and that's all it does it doesn't track heart rate it doesn't track maps or anything it's just a timer and I like that because then I don't have to worry about it being connected to my other one which is Strava which I use on my Apple watch now I like I really like the um, I really like using a smartwatch for this because it, it kind of gamifies what you do. It kind of gamifies the running and it makes it a lot easier to kind of keep up with it. If you're a person like me who likes to see those numbers and, you know, you can see, let's say your average heart rate going down. You can see your distance going up or your to total time going down and you, you can see like your actual progress instead of just kind of trying to understand it, you know, and it kind of keeps you you know, it keeps a good rhythm, it keeps you motivated, and, like, I think just the idea of being able to upload what you did to the internet kind of makes you go, like, yeah, I'm showing off, even though I've got one follower on there, and it's my friend Tyler, and, and, <laughs> you know, he doesn't even like, he, he likes one out of every two of them, um, but, you know, like, it, just uploading it to Strava just kind of really motivates me, I guess, in a way, I feel like I'm really just putting myself out there, um, so it's, it's quite nice, it's quite nice, and, so, but it's, it's good. Let me, let me tell you a little bit about what my progress has been so far. So as I said, it's been three, well, I will say I started with one kilometer because I wanted to get it really, just kind of really ease into it. And, and I started out just running, just see what I could do. Now, let me skip forward to when I started doing the actual loop, because that was when I kind of really started taking it seriously. And so I started out by doing 2.8 kilometers. And my first original time, I think was 21 and a half minutes for the 2.8 kilometers. And that was, as I said, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, um, and the occasional just, well, uh, walking a little bit more. And my average heart rate, I think for that one was 147. And so when I, now after two months, let me just skip forward two months to give you where I am. So the average time now is about 18 minutes and the average heart rate's about 133. So as you can see, both the average time and the average heart rate have both gone down, which I would assume I'm not uh, like a, a cardiologist. I'm not a fitness doctor or anything, but to me, that would indicate progression. That would indicate better cardiovascular health, better maybe technique. I do watch videos and stuff like that with technique um, just to be able to make sure I'm doing it well because I don't want to injure myself and I want to be able to like, like I, I don't want to ever stop doing this. I would love to do this my whole life and wherever I live. And so, you know, I'm trying to kind of keep myself being able to do this forever. And so, you know, I've, I've been really happy with the progress. Now, over time, it's just gone down and it depends on where I go. It's also hotter um, as well. Like, well, the weather changes very fast between April and June here. When I first started this, I think the average temperature is about plus three Celsius. So like plus 38, 39 Fahrenheit and occasional snow when I would go running. And now it's it's been plus 26 Celsius, which is like plus 70, 80, something like that in Fahrenheit. And 
well, it's just gone like harder. It's, it is harder to run when it's hot outside because, well, I mean, it's the same thing when I used to do cycling back in Florida. You know, the days where it'd be overcast, I could ride so much further with less water. And days where it was sunny, I would feel like I would need three times as much water just to keep myself going because it was just so hard. And so it's getting harder, but I guess I'm also happy with the fact that, that like my time and my heart rate are going down and it's also getting hotter. That means well, hopefully by the time it becomes winter again, you know, or, or fall, um, it'll be just really easy to do. So, yeah, I, I mean, so as well, I want to go back into the times because I have changed my times. Originally, I changed it. So it was it was 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. And then I changed it. So I did like three 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and then I did 45 seconds on 45 seconds off so it kind of have like staggered one of them would be longer but also a little bit of a longer walk now what I do is I do 45 seconds on 40 sorry 45 seconds on 30 seconds off and I do that for the entire time because well I just I just enjoy it right as I said my time's going up which is indicative of the fact that I'm well it's from the fact that I just run more and I walk less so I'm quite happy with that um, I guess eventually the goal would be to be able to just, just, just run the whole thing. That would be ideal. Um, and, and I think that would be kind of like my first big goal. Um, and then after that, of course, I would like to get into doing five K's and I would like to be able to just run five K's straight, which I've done before in my life. I did it once in high school when I, when I competed in judo, um, but it was very slow. I, you know, I was basically like power walking the whole time. It was, it was as slow as running could be without actually being walking. And, uh, but I, I mean, I did it. I did it. But I, I want to have like a good 5K. I would say my first goal would be 5K and then 5K under 30 minutes. And then 5K under 25 minutes, I think would be the next goal after that. After that, I I think that's asking a lot. I'm not, I'm not into like the super fast running or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not into all that stuff. I'm just into it for fitness. So I, I don't mind. Um, so, so I, I just go for whatever. I, I enjoy it though. I mean, I mean that's the thing. I want to do. I just want to do it my whole life because I enjoy running now, and I, you know, I just it gives me something to look forward to every day, and I enjoy it. So, uh, let me get into food then. So, how I change my food now? So the big things, of course, are cutting out alcohol and soda. Those have been the biggest things so far, and those have really helped my life. Um, now, even just the occasional casual drink, like I would say, even one at night. You know, if you're if you're gonna have one. It really does disrupt your sleep, and I found that even if I have, like, let's say one beer on a Friday night, if I go running the next day, my heart rate's higher and my time is slower, even if I just had one beer last night, uh, the, the, well, the, the night before, uh, because from what I've read, it's just you don't get as well as, you don't get, like, the same type of sleep, I guess what they say is, like, oh, it either, it disrupts your REM sleep or you don't, you know, don't fall into it or something like that, but... Um, you, you just don't sleep as well and you wake up the next day you don't feel as good as good as you could so I mean obviously I mean basically good food is good that's the thing right good food is good for you and alcohol is not good food it's not good and same thing with soda it's just sugar it's just sugary water with a bit of sparkling bubbles in there and, and that's really it um, so I found that like what I like to do it's a it depends um, I used to do the fasted cardio but I, I've recently discovered that fasted cardio doesn't actually do much for you um, it doesn't really, like, if you're just doing this your whole life and you're not really, like, doing anything special, then fasted cardio uh, is basically the same as normal cardio. And also, I found that if I eat before I do it, 
Um, what happens is that I can run more because I've got energy, right? I, I can I have energy to be able to run, and therefore I get better cardio in if I um, if I eat beforehand. And I don't eat immediately beforehand. I eat, let's say, I'll eat breakfast at eight thirty, and then I'll go running at like at, at like nine thirty. Um, you know, have breakfast, have a bit of coffee, and then it just kind of works out quite well, quite well. So. Uh, the next point, though. So, anyways, food food is obviously good for you. Vegetables are the best for you. Uh, fruits are also good for you. I know a lot of people like to harp on the fact that, like, oh, fruits are sugar. Uh, you know, but I mean, like, fruits are fruits. I mean, everybody knows that fruits are healthy for you. They're not like healthier, healthy as vegetables. You know, I always hate that argument. They're like, you know, oh, I had some fruits. They're like, yeah, but vegetables are healthier for you. But, yeah, but I mean, fruits still have like vitamins and minerals in them, and they and they've got lots of good. I mean, they've they kind of give you energy and it's much better compared to other sugar things so like i don't know it really it just does bother me when people get on about sugar in fruits because yeah everybody knows right no nobody thinks that sugar fruit doesn't have sugar in it um obviously vegetables are the best for you but like have an apple have some strawberries you know if you enjoy it enjoy it all right so i found that actually even like a little bit of a fruit salad in the morning would be good um, but actually I do prefer the fruit salad afterwards. My favorite thing after running is it depends on the run. If it's like a, a, a daily two, we'll call it three K it's a daily three K run. Uh, I eat nothing afterwards because I don't need to, I only ran three K for 20 minutes and that doesn't really require recuperation food. Um, but if I were to do, let's say if I were to go to Pablo's park and I was to do an hour and a half of on and off jogging then I would want some recuperation food. My favorite recuperation food is I like to make a fruit salad uh, consisting of strawberries, bananas, and apples. And um, for me, obviously, well, for me, I, I prefer sweeter apples. I don't like sour apples. So I usually do uh, regular strawberries, cut them up into little pieces, not like super small pieces, but little pieces. And then banana, same thing, slice it into little discs and apples, cut up into smaller pieces. And I always do gala apples. I really like gala apples. Um, maybe some other ones are help, healthy for you, but yeah, I, I mean, skin on and everything, because the skin's the most nutritious part of the apple. You gotta have the skin, right? Also, it just tastes good, right? The skin, skin's good. It's good. I don't know why you take it off. It's like taking the, the, the skin off a potato. You know, why would you do it? Why would you do it? Um, anyways, so that's been that, right? That's the effects of food so far, right? Obviously, um, so not having bad foods the night before, I find dinner the night before is really, uh, it has a big effect as well. So if you want to be able to do a good run the next day in the in, in like let's say before one or two o'clock in the afternoon, definitely think about your dinner. Um, don't have big greasy foods like a cheeseburger. You know, make sure you have something healthier. I would say it doesn't matter like super healthy though. Like I found that like um, if you have just like uh, like I don't know vegetables and stuff like that. You know, I'll have like vegetables and chicken. Uh, cook it in some soy sauce, some teriyaki sauce, you know, tastes good. And I find that, that that's good enough. You know, I, you don't you don't need to have like a, a salad with sprouts and, you know, vegetables only in it. You know, it, it doesn't it's, it's, it's not that big of a thing. Um, a lot of people try to sell you on this idea that fitness is um, it's very black and white. They, they try to sell you on this idea that like you have to eat the healthy foods or else you're doing it wrong. But that's not true. F fitness is what you do. It's what you put into your body and what you do with your body. Um, eating, uh, you know, like 
eating half a cheeseburger is better for you than eating a cheeseburger, right? Obviously, because you've only eaten half of it. Doing 10 minutes of running is better than, than doing five minutes of running. And it, it scales like that, you know? Well, I mean, to a point. Um, so have a good dinner the night before. Make sure you get some vegetables in there, something good. Breakfast, I would say keep it light. Um, I like to do, one thing I really like to do is I like to do a bit of rye bread with butter and cucumber on there, cucumber sandwiches. Uh, those are pretty good. Or I'll do scrambled eggs with uh, broccoli and spinach in it. And sometimes ham if I'm feeling a bit spicy. Um, obviously ham's not spicy. I mean spicy in the sense of, I don't know, ham, ham and omelet spicy, whatever that is. You interpret how you like it. <laughs> um, all right. So morning versus night running. I prefer morning. Some people like night running. And uh, let me explain the differences for me between morning and night running. Uh, morning running is more relaxing for me because you just kind of wake up. It's casual. Usually there's no one out there. Uh, it's not so hot. It's not so humid. And you kind of have the road to yourself. Um, now, I run on the sidewalks and I run in the little uh, forest paths kind of near my flat. And so I, I find it's nice to be able to run in the morning because there's less people there. It's less frustrating. And the air just feels different. You know, as I said, it's, just, it's less humid, it's less hot. Um, so it's, it's easier for me. However, uh, well, actually, before I get into the however part, I will uh, running also in the morning makes my whole day feel better. It just it feels like it, it charges up my batteries for the day. Um, I'm the kind of person who, who needs to go outside at least two times a day. And I feel like like a run in the morning definitely satisfies one of those things. You know, like if I stay inside all morning, I just feel sluggish. But if I go out and run, I just have more energy throughout the whole day. And, and that could also be walking or just simply going outside and breathing a bit of fresh air. I will say though that here's the however part that I was going into earlier with nighttime running and that's, or evening or nighttime running. And that's, um, you have more energy throughout the day. Well, you have more energy when you run because, well, of course your legs and your whole body is just kind of like, it's warmed up in a sense. You've been moving around all day and you've had the chance to eat throughout the day you know you've got all the calories inside you you've got the energy um, and I find that I'm able to run quicker times in the evening than I am in the morning because the morning I'm still kind of like revving up my body you know getting it a bit warm um, now uh, you know there, there was this week where I thought maybe I'll try doing half my run in the morning and half my run in the evening let me tell you that's that's useless you know like even saying it out loud right now, you'd think, how, how would you not think that's useless? But it was pretty useless. Um, just pick one or the other because fitness isn't about specific times. It's just simply about um, what you do throughout the day. You know, like the calories you eat, the proteins and, and the macronutrients you have. Um, it, it's not really about timing. It's about just kind of consistency throughout the day. So just having a good day, basically. And so I find just like, a nice little breakfast with a run in the morning, you know, easy lunch, easy dinner, and you've got yourself a healthy day. And it's been working quite well for me for the past few months, and I, and I intend to keep this going as long as I can. And, and as long as I can, I hope, means for the rest of my life. Um, and I, I quite enjoy it. It's nice to have, like, a hobby, especially an easy hobby, like running, you know? You just put on your shoes and you just go. And you may think, like, oh, like, you know, I'm spending... A uh, hundred, two hundred dollars on shoes—is it like that's so expensive? But I mean, really, if you think about it, a lot of people spend uh, two hundred bucks in a month 
you know, or a week on their hobby. You know, it's not like cars or bicycles or uh, woodworking or whatever your hobby is, or photography, you know. Running is a really cheap hobby comparatively um, because you can buy one good set of shoes every year and that comes out to, if let's say if you spend, well, let's say if you spend $120, which is what my shoes cost, then that's $10 a month. You know, even, even in, in very uh, not well-to-do countries, that's not that much money, $10 a month, you know. Obviously, in some countries, that's a lot of money. But, I mean, like, I, I can't speak for those countries. I've never been there. So, even in Russia, where, you know, I, I make a lot less, like, I would say six times less than I would in America, you know, for me, even purchasing these pair of shoes is not a huge financial hit. So, I do recommend it. If you're looking for a, a good, healthy hobby, pick up running. It's a good one. It's fun. Um, and you also get this feeling of satisfaction. Maybe even arrogance. Like, yeah, I run. <laughs> yeah, I run. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now let me quickly touch on running in the, running on the street versus running in the park. Obviously running in the park is easier because, well, there's several reasons. Um, the, the primary reason of course, is the ground is going to be softer. Concrete is an asphalt. They're, they're hard, right? They're hard. And so you're getting a lot more, um, bounce back, I guess, when you, when you, when you really like step down to like the ground isn't absorbing any of the energy or it's not really absorbing any of the energy um when you when you run and your step and your stride and so therefore it's getting a lot of like kind of bounce back into your body so therefore you're kind of really taking the impact more um so if you're overweight or if you're new to running like i am then definitely go for the park because the ground's gonna be softer and you're just gonna enjoy it more because you know, you're going to feel more comfortable doing it, whatever enjoy, whatever you enjoy more. And also, I like the park because the park will be just have like nice long paths to the trees and stuff like that. And it's more scenic and it's more relaxing and you're in nature um, and you feel like you're just at, kind of out of the way. You kind of just space out because you don't have to worry about cars or anything. Um, you know, you, you just run, you just run and have a good time. So that's why I like the park more. The street's nice, though, because you, it kind of feels like... It, it, it feels more like, yeah, I'm, I'm running, I'm getting my fitness in, you know? Park running is more just like, it's relaxing, it's nice, where street running feels to me more like, all right, I want to boost up my time, I want to get my heart rate down, you know, I really want to, I want to get better at this. For park running, as I said, it's more relaxing, um, more sustainable, I would say. So, I, I definitely prefer that. And also, I don't really like running laps, I don't like going around in circles. Um, so the park allows you, of course, to just kind of meander throughout the park, and you can just kind of go wherever you want. Um, so it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's what you make of it running. Um, you can, you can kind of choose where you want to do it. Uh, so anyways, after the run is where it, it depends. As I said earlier, um, after three K runs, I don't really do anything. I just, I mean, I'll come in and have a cup of coffee because I like coffee. Um, but I was going to have that regardless of if I ran or not. Um, but I like to come in have a bit of coffee. I put oat milk in there cause I can't drink regular milk and also I just prefer oat milk. It just tastes better. Regular milk tastes weird. I don't like it. Um, and a bit of sugar in there because, well, I like to, you know, I always say like a pinch of sugar in coffee for me is like a pinch of salt in food. Like I don't want to taste the sugar in the same way. I don't want to taste the salt, but I want to know it's there. Like, you know, when food is lacking the proper salt, but you also know when food is too salty, same with coffee, you know, for, in my opinion, in my opinion. So that's what I do, um, with, with mine. So um, but if I'm going to do a long run, for example, like if I was going to say, let's do 6k, um, I would definitely have some fruit afterwards just to kind of, you know, you get a bit of like 
the, the sugar kind of in you and, and the calories and stuff like that. And also you just enjoy it, you know. Um, life should be enjoyed and you shouldn't hate it. And, you know, if there's if there's a way that's healthier and uh, beneficial for you after you run, definitely go with that one. You know, don't just sit there and think like, oh, I need to have a cucumber afterwards because that's the only way I can efficiently regain my energy without intaking any carbs or anything. You know, have some fruit, have some strawberries, bananas, apples, oranges um, or avocado. You know, if you like that, just whatever it is that you like. Don't like I would say, though, definitely. Um, in my opinion, I don't eat unless I'm doing something that's very long. And I think a big point, not, I don't want to say obviously, because it's not obvious for everyone, but don't eat more calories than you just burn while running, right? You know, if you go out and you run and your watch says you burned 100 calories, don't go then and eat 200 calories because then you haven't really done anything. You've trained your muscles. You know, you might get a little bit of uh, muscle musculature building, um, but you're not going to be burning any calories. And, and, and if you're burning, if you're running to lose weight, then obviously that's the goal, right? To lose weight, you know, calories in calories out, like expend more calories than you take in. Um, so I, I tend to save the food for only after a big run. Uh, if it's a small run, yeah, I just have, I just have a cup of coffee just to kind of bounce through or, or tea. Tea's even better. Green tea. Um, do recommend, I love green tea in the summer with Jasmine, uh, or with, and I talked about in the last episode. Um, and yeah, so, you know, just like don't overeat, don't don't intake more calories than you've just burnt. Otherwise, uh, you've kind of wasted your run. So I prefer just a single apple if it's like a 6K run or if it's like a big 10K one, then I will have like the fruit salad or I'll have a regular salad, like a Caesar salad. Um, you, you can get it from the store near here, which is, you know, reasonably healthy. It, it's it's um, yeah, it just comes with lettuce and tomatoes and chicken and Caesar dressing and cheese. You know, I take out the cheese, though. I'm not not a huge fan um so overall though overall i would recommend running for everyone uh if you have the ability to run and it's not going to cause you any problems then i would say go for it you know if you're thinking about it um it's a good benefit i can't speak today i guess it's a good benefit to everybody's life because it helps with your heart it helps with your muscles it helps with your mind um helps with the heart the obvious reason it's cardiovascular exercise uh, helps with your body because you're using your mu you're actuating your muscles and it helps with your mind just because it's a good time like I know some people do get lost in their thoughts um, I usually just listen to podcasts and I kind of space out I sometimes will run and I'll get home and I don't even remember what they talked about in the podcast um, but I find it's a good time to space out and just kind of like relax and just kind of enjoy just the world as you go through it, you know, if you've got some stress, it's a good time to just kind of space out from it or think through it if you want to. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a good time to just take time off because when you're running, there's really only one thing that you're thinking about, and that's running because, it, I mean, it does take a lot of, like, body usage to be able to run. And so, like, you know, have, having having running in your life is it's it's only going to be a benefit if you are able to do it. You know, if you if you're if you're able bodied, and um, it's it's something you've been thinking about. I I would say go ahead and give it a try. Start off like with with what I did, where you like run thirty seconds, walk thirty seconds, or or forty five thirty, or sixty thirty, or uh, some people do sixty ninety, which is uh, that's too much walking for me. I feel like um, it's too much downtime for me. But if it's for you, you know, find what fits you best. Um, 
you know, if you if you want to do, let's say, 30 seconds of running and then a minute of walking, because that's what you can do, go ahead and do it. You know, it's going to be better than nothing. Um, I read once that the elevated heart rate is as important as the actual running or even more important. So, you know, um, just kind of fit it into your life, however you feel it fits best. Um, and of course, you also get like a sense of accomplishment too. Every time you finish a run, you feel like, you know, I set out to do something. It wasn't super easy. And then I did it and you feel good. You know, after that, after that, you feel like, yeah, I accomplished that. I did something like that, you know, and as I joked earlier and I said, it also gives you a bit of arrogance because, you know, when people ask you like, oh, what do you do in the morning? You go, oh, I, I go for a run, you know, you just sound healthy. You sound like you got your life going together, you know, like, yeah, I go for a run. I go for a run three or four times a week. It's just something I do, you know, I don't like to brag about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just like it's what you make of it. You know, just if you, if you want to do it, I would say give it a shot. Now, another big recommendation I have for running is is um, you, you have to get through the first month. Um, the first month is the hardest because your body really doesn't like it. It doesn't understand why you're running. It kind of feels like what are you doing wasting all this energy you know we need to we need to conserve this energy why are you running so much um so you really have to get through the first month but once you get through the first month then you kind of wake up and think "Ooh, what, what am i going to do today should i run 5k today or should i do 3k you know it's like you miss a day and you think hmm i kind of wish i'd run today you know you kind of get this desire to run or at least i did i i, I built up like i acquired this desire to run after a while um because it was just it was such a, such a positive benefit to my life, and so if you've been thinking about it, I do highly recommend it. I, I do highly recommend it. So um, definitely start with easy, regular intervals, whatever you can do to sustain it. Because as I said before, any running is better than no running if it's beneficial for your body. It's not going to hurt you. Um, any exercise is better than no exercise. So if you're doing five minutes of running, do five minutes of running. You know, if you're doing uh, you know, like, let, like, let's say 30 seconds of running two minutes of walking and you do that for 10 minutes, go do it. You know, it's better than nothing. It's better than, better than sitting there. You know, it'll always be a positive impact on your life. It affects your body and your mind. You just feel good. You know, you feel like you, you accomplish stuff. Um, okay. So let's go back to, well, that's the end of that. So if, if, if you don't care about trivia, that's the end of the running stuff. <laughs> so let's talk about the trivia then. So anyways, I want to know who was the or is the record holder for the men's marathon who has the fastest time unofficially and officially so give you a second to think about it go ahead and say it out loud right say it out loud can you think of it do you know who it is i know who it is i looked it up he's from kenya he did the nike thing he promotes those shoes very expensive shoes did you say it out loud Great. Anyways, so the name of the guy who has the world record for the men's marathon is Elliot Kipchoge. I hope I said that correctly. I probably didn't. Um, but yeah, Elliot Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Uh, he did well. His record is, I believe, it's it's two o three or two o two. No, it was two minutes twenty five seconds. And then uh, that was in two thousand eighteen. In two thousand nineteen, he broke the two hour marathon. However, it was it's unofficial because it was it was like one um 
one hour 59 minutes something like that and but the thing is like he it was not an open marathon which you need to do in an open marathon um and he had a team car that was providing him drinks uh anytime he needed to he had a team of runners who were providing like a slipstream for him so it was in like perfect ideal conditions and honestly the fact that like his official one is like 25 seconds off the two hour mark is incredible i think he could i think someone can do it i think in the next 10 years someone's gonna do it without the assistance that uh, kipchoge had um so I, I think it'll definitely be possible anyways so as always thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this one i hope maybe it helps you you know i hope maybe it affects you in some way and you decide to maybe start a little bit of running or do something um positive and fitness <laughs> and healthy steps in your life kind of in the same way i have um maybe we can motivate each other you know maybe you can tell me about what you've done i'm always ha i love hearing about these um you know someone kind of going on the same journey as me so if that's something you do uh, let me know i'll be happy to hear about it and uh as always make sure you share it with your friends if you enjoyed this um it's available on uh, anchor and spotify and breaker and all sorts of different platforms so you can share it wherever you want. I, I think soon I'm going to try to put this on Apple Podcasts as well. Anyways, um, thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate every single listener out there. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful week. hope you're still staying, staying safe. And everything's just going well for you. So, thank you and goodbye.